Welcome to Church and Other Drugs. I'm Jed with Kenan and Andrew. Kenan ruined all the momentum for this episode because he took a nap. I'm an old man, yeah. dude. Sunday is my day of rest. Now this is going to suck. It's really going to suck. I just posted my definitive uh, TV show ranking on Facebook, and it's it's quite it's causing quite the controversy. Yeah, I can't <laughs> believe you listed Care Bears as number one. Uh, the, that, that was weird. The power of friendship, bro. I never even watched Care Bears. Sure, you didn't. I didn't. I've, I don't know if I've... I think that was like just... I think I missed it. I never watched it either. Because it was for girls. <laughs> Dude, I watched Muppet Babies. That was my jam. <laughs> I, I did watch Muppet Babies. That show rules. I am tonight. I'm going to watch the Rescue Rangers movie by Lonely Island. I started watching it yesterday and my son wasn't that into it. But let me tell you. It's funny. It's good. Okay, yeah. good, 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 good. It's like adult, right? Yeah. I mean, there's so many pop culture references from back in the day. Like, you have to watch it multiple times to get everything. Oh, awesome. I love, I'm telling you, the Lonely Island. I've loved all their movies. I like Popstar, which a lot of people hated. That, that was, was distracting. Right. Is, uh, I think it was, was it Chip's voice is John Mulaney. So all I could think about was Salt and Pepper Diner through the whole thing. I don't know that. I don't know Salt and Pepper Diner. Oh, my goodness. You need to listen to all of his stand-up. Jeez, bro. So I guess John Mulaney now is... I don't know why I'm even giving them a platform, but John Mulaney is is in the the Twitter shitstorm because he brought out Dave Chappelle at his show and all the John Mulaney fans are like, I can't believe I got blindsided (laughs) by a transphobic comic when I just wanted to see John Mulaney. And then... It devolved into just like, yeah, fuck John Mulaney. I, I, you know, he he messed around on his wife, and then it, 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 everyone just tearing him to shred, like personal attacks. Like I should have known he was trash. I think I heard on Good Christian Fun Pod that he and Olivia Munn are a thing now, and they met at church. Well, they said that they like broke up. That's what part of the trash talk was about. Oh, did they? Okay. Did they meet at church? That's interesting that's what i heard i didn't know what church or like i don't know if it was like a cult thing well i don't know they just said church general well i mean it would make sense i mean because i've talked with his brother luke on the blurry pod and i mean he's a christian so i guess it stands to reason that like they it's a christian family that's not a huge leap gotcha Mm -hmm. you know he he like <clears throat> I, I don't never... understand. I don't understand the problem with um, Dave Chappelle. It drives me nuts. It drives, it drives me, nuts. He's, me nuts. He's literally said right from the stage. He explained that he's not transphobic. Doesn't matter. I, he I, is. It's just so weird. How dare you listen to the words that he says and not read the undertone, Andrew? All right. Listen, he he bears a certain fruit, Andrew. You just need to see it. What comes out. Well, yeah, I guess I, I, but you know, when you're, when you're attacking a comedian for picking on people and that's literally his job, he picks on everybody. literally, <laughs> literally his job. And then they're going to label him. It's oh like, my gosh, bro. Yeah. It's just, yeah. Twitter, 
needs to go and maybe elon musk is gonna destroy it i don't understand what his plans are for it honestly yeah i i well i was reading so i read everyone's saying how he's just shooting himself in the foot because a he tried to do uh if anyone's been living under a rock elon musk is trying to buy twitter um but a he's trying to do it while the market is horrendous so his test since he started this tesla stock has dropped from like over a thousand to 600 700 mid sixes yeah mid sixes so he can't even so that's going to trigger a ton of margin calls from his loans so like he can't even pay for his original offer for twitter so now today He's like, I want uh, Twitter to be re-evaluated based on how many bots versus users. So he's trying to get them I to saw drop that. the price. Yeah, because he's screwed. But what he a just, dumb dumb. You think that's due diligence before he would make the original offer? What a dumb dumb. <laughs> Do you follow Elon on Twitter? Did you see the little thing that came up? It just it like literally like a message came up from him that was like basically trying to like two choices that basically one of them would say you're kind of a bot. Like it was just uh-uh, like, a, uh-uh. was, you didn't see that? No. Okay. Well, explain it to me. That's all I got, man. It oh. was, it was, it was, it was just, it was just like, a, it was just like a poll. Like oh. where you, you, you like, you like liked one or the other. Basically. And, and, and like, it was like a, a bait for bots is what you're saying. I think so. Oh, yeah. Okay. No dude. Cause I would just click on my bot anyway. Yeah, I would. That's too. not a good measure. I would too, just for just for shits and giggles. No, I don't. Um, wait. No, I. No, think it's so what? What? Of, what um, do you? What do you make of? So, what was the tweet where he basically said, uh, "Don't be surprised if some dirt comes up on me." Da 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 da. And then he made the tweet about like, uh, "I'm giving up on Democrats now. I'm voting Republicans." And then the next day that sexual assault thing came out. So what do you think about that? Do you think a either he knew it was coming and he was getting ahead of it? B it's, it's a, it's a literal like smear campaign from whoever. What do you think about that? I I guess who cares? I think it's hard. I think it's (laughs) well, that too. Like, (laughs) These people, who fucking cares, man? Why am I giving them a thought? The stewardess does, for sure. She's about to get paid. And and like, shocker. Oh, you mean to tell me a billionaire that can do whatever he wants, did whatever he wants? Basically. Wow. That's, no, not him. Say it ain't so, but Elon's such a mama's boy. He brings his mom to everything. That is true. Like the Met Gala, I think it was. Month or two back, Saturday Night Live. He was, she was there with him. Uh, yeah, didn't he come out and say he's like on the spectrum or something? Yeah, yeah, he actually, yeah, he admitted to being aut- autistic, basically. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, interesting. Because that was a big deal, like for so, autistic people. I started watching Love on the Spectrum last night. Mm-hmm. Ever seen that, seen that show? It's like, watched it. very good. Yeah, it is. And but I and I was like. It is. It actually, it was, it was, it got me. I usually hate shows like that, but I was like, wow, this is really endearing. But then I was like, is this, 
is this uh, exploitative at all or not? Like and of I, autistic I, people? Yeah, because it was kind of like I, I didn't like getting the feeling that like I was like it was like almost the same feeling of like being at a zoo and when you're like, Oh, look at these cute little things that I'm better than sort of thing. And I was like, I hope that's not, but I didn't feel that way, but I was thinking, I wonder if there are people watching this and that they're like, Oh, look at these. But then I would, I I guess there are terror. You know what I'm saying? Like, I guess there are terrible people that do that. I didn't get that feeling, but it made me, I was like, I hope. Elon said that too. He said what? He said that I didn't get that feeling that I was being bad. So it's okay. You're in good company. Okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just like, as long as they can consent, like it's, I think it's fine. And they're getting, um, they're getting paid for their time. Yeah. And like a few of them, like genuinely, like, are like super happy with the boyfriend and girlfriend that they find. It's so, yeah. it's so awesome. I felt the same way watching celebrity rehab though. And that one, I still stand. I tried to kind of press when I had Bob Forrest on the show, I was like, you don't yeah. think that's kind of uh like set up a little. Yeah. Like, like, yeah. what are you doing, dude? Like, and, and they all relapse basically. It's like, that doesn't seem like you have their best interests at heart. Did did you actually ask that? Did what was his I did. I did. what was he, his answer to, for that? A, a like, vehement no. Yeah, that so it's real. I, I didn't. I didn't press it. I don't um, understand how it cannot be slightly staged. I'm oh sh- no, 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 no! I asked him like, "Do you think it's exploitative? Do you think it's? Do you oh, think I it's see. like? Do you think it's? Um, are you harming these people? Because right, it's like right, you right. can't have." If I went to rehab and it was filmed, I would not have the same experience if I went to a rehab and it wasn't filmed. It's impossible. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was that's exactly what I was going to say. I mean about it being staged like not that it is staged, but how can how can a, even a counseling session really take place like it should while it it's can't. being filmed? It can't. And you have these people that probably half of their problem is narcissism and ego and that's the one it's of the biggest yeah, yeah, that's one of the biggest pieces of recovery is like knocking you down a peg right. i don't know man yeah well it certainly doesn't do that then you're right almost all of them relapse oh yeah next week i'm gonna be on dopey so that's cool mm, nice gotcha. yeah i've been like <laughs> dave is so funny and it wasn't it wasn't even supposed to be like i recorded something for he does like a youtube show and it just uh it's like up and coming but it turned out so good he's gonna put it on the main thing but i've been like i've been chapping his ass for so long i'm just like bro have me on like throw your boy a bone have me on the show but he's like you know uh hyper worried that the show is gonna lose steam at any moment so he's like i don't know man i need to get a celebrity sort of thing and i'm just like dave bro come on yeah but the yeah but his i mean the podcast is about Ultimately, it's about addiction, and you would be a fantastic guest on that show, right? That's what I'm saying. Wait, Jed, you you're an addict, right? Right. I, I am. Mean, and he loves <laughs> stories, and you've got great stories. That's what I'm saying, bro. Great stories. Right. Oh yeah. <laughs> so the first story I wanted to tell was, and I forgot about it. So 
Oh, me and uh, me and the old the old uh, me and Georgia went to in in Lafayette. <laughs> shut up. <laughs> in Lafayette, uh, there's this huge festival called Festival International. Um, it's it's a it's massive. You can quit laughing at any point. I'm trying. You're so good at this <laughs> podcasting thing. You should be on doping. <laughs> you should bro. <laughs> all, um, right, all right i got it together Go it's, ahead. The, it's this huge music festival but it's all international bands like they have bands from like uganda and like czech republic and it's, it's pretty badass actually uh so we're walking back from that she's about to move and she lives uh in this house that's like kind of you know everything in louisiana is near some woods and stuff and she was like, I think I have some some mice in my house, which I was like, everybody has mice in their house. Like it's it's Louisiana. But we get we get back to her house and it's the lights are off in the kitchen and I hear some scurrying and I'm like, oh, snap. So I turn my flashlight on and I discover this like family of mice. Right. Well, it, well, they were rats. Actually, I kept calling them mice uh, because I, maybe that made it feel better in my head. How do you know they were a family? uh because it was seven little ones that i saw seven little babies and i was like y'all are so cute and so she is by uh, i'm trying to paint the picture if you if it's like a square kitchen i'm facing the far wall and it's a, a giant baker's rack um uh and she is by the door letting her dog out and the door's open and I'm looking at these little babies. And I'm like, they're adorable. And I'm taking pictures. And then I move the flashlight down and I see this. Lo- it looked like a snake. I see this long tail. And I'm like, oh, it's the mom. I see the mom. And, and the mom just suddenly scurries. And so just out of reaction, I just go, ah, and I jump. <laughs> and she goes, she saw nothing. She did not see any of these. And she goes, ah and jumped and right when she came down when i tell you that rat ran straight to where her foot came down and she stepped right on its head bro oh, wow. right on its head and it was like ah and, the, and this mother rat just had a straight it immediately went into a seizure and just died in seconds yeah. In seconds, it's brain trauma, and, wow. and I was, I was like, "Don't look, don't look! I'll take care of this." And because I didn't know if it was dead, she had a BB gun, so I was like, "I guess I'm gonna have to take this <laughs> thing out." But, but then it just died, and then I was like, "Oh my god, we just like, this is the start of a Disney movie where we killed the mother in front of the children, like." <laughs> and now, now Jed is suckling seven baby mice. Ah, uh, we, I buried the mom in the front yard. <laughs> No, there's gonna be that one baby mouse that grows up that constantly follows Jed throughout his life. Well, I told I, for the opportune moment to strike. I told them, I said, you know, I'll be re- you go train and find me. You know, like in Kill Bill, like like you come find me and we'll we'll do it when you're old enough. I'll, I'll allow you that chance. That's fair for, for yeah. single combat. It's the least you could do. After. I'm gonna be. I'm just gonna be as <laughs> as like a as like a 65 year old man. I'm sleeping, and then I wake up, and it's just staring me like like nose to nose, and it just slits my throat <laughs> with like a tiny razor blade. And the only thing you could do is just like, hmm? yeah, I'm just like, <laughs> like I, I deserve this. 
<laughs> now go in peace, but spare my children. <laughs> God, I hope that doesn't happen. So we're talking about generational trauma today. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Oh, for sure, man. <laughs> what was, oh yeah. So this was, I'm in, um, I'm in the Genesis. I think I've talked about this before, but I'm in the, uh, the Genesis six conspiracy Facebook group. And it's that book by Gary Wayne, who is probably one of the most him and la marzulli are probably the most extreme uh nephilim you had him on your podcast right no or somebody i listened to a podcast i think you mentioned la marzulli i've mentioned marzulli uh blurry creatures had gary wayne on that's where i heard it yeah i don't know i mean i guess i'd like to have him on that's true but it, it it it's it, it's like the people in that group like literally this was one of those posts it it this lady took some pictures of her tile in her kitchen that was it was like a certain checkerboard pattern and she was like i've i've heard like i'm paraphrasing she's like i've heard that this pattern has roots in uh freemasons is like is do i need to redo my kitchen and she was dead serious dead dead and and other commenters were like oh my gosh you're right that's the symbol of mary and da 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 or something and i was just like whoa whoa it's it's the kind of thing like every every triangle that exists in the world means illuminati and you know what i'm saying like they they see it in every single tv show is the whole game is rigged it's kind of hard to sell that, isn't it? I mean, I understand to a point, but like, I mean, you these, have to be looking from a very in. specific perspective these, these to see that. These people are all in, bro. And well, the I human like brain is very good at recognizing patterns. So if you create your identity That's true. I agree around some like conspiracy and everything. patterns, you, yeah, you will see it everywhere. Oh, yeah. It's just like and when you get a car and you it's certain color and that's all yes. you see now on the road. Yes, 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 yes. Oh like, my, I get I'm, like... Go ahead. I'm going to say, Jed, soon you'll start seeing like rat babies everywhere. Like they'll just be following you. Yeah. Well, that's because they are. It's not a conspiracy if they're or it's not paranoia if they're really out to get you. That's true. But the so every now and then I'll just troll them or I'll (laughs) or I'll just say something or or I'll, I'll, I'll legitimately try to like push back. Um, I've said the words calm down a lot. Uh, but this particular one oh he was talking about um when we die uh he he used the verse that the 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 prisoner on the the beggar whatever the dude on the cross next to jesus he was like today you'll be with me in paradise and he was just saying that when you die you go straight to heaven uh what's the other verse absent from the body present with the lord or whatever and mm-hmm. so i push back um and this is kind of a uh, shout out uncle chip this is um one of his things he believed but what i believe and i i currently is that and this is what i said was that so when we die we go to sleep and when christ returns and everybody's resurrected that's when you wake up but it'll to- seem like an instant 
that's exactly to anyone to anyone that dies and then is resurrected it that would be the next thing that you know you would just die and then you wake up right it's so funny you say that i mean i literally just had this conversation with somebody like about that like how i think that's how it is is that you know you just don't know you're it could be a thousand Mm -hmm. years but it's like a second yeah exactly because i i like i i uh brought up like my coma it was like it was four days but i laid down and then i woke up and it it, right it was it seemed instantaneous so but he 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 said a few verses that i was like oh and then i uh he linked a james piper um is that his name did Uh, i just did i just freudian slip i know someone named james piper john piper john john piper john piper John, I knew, I knew it wasn't right, but I couldn't get it. You had the J, and I was like, "That doesn't sound quite right." But I could. It doesn't sound. It's <laughs> close. It's That's close. what threw it off. It's, hey, it's uh, Jed Piper, but go ahead. Jed Piper, yeah, Jimmy Piper, Jimmy Pack, Jimmy Crackhorn, Jimmy, Jimmy Piper. I don't Peter care. Peter Piper picked a pack of pickle peppers. Look at that. You heard that? I just busted that out, dude. Sally Shell. Oh, I can't do that. <laughs> you just went too far. <laughs> I went too far. Should have stopped. <laughs> Uh, he linked a, I must say it again, a John Piper article, and he unequivocally was like, "Absolutely, when you die, you're with the Lord." Uh, and they were bringing up that's what John Piper thinks. Yes, and they they okay. brought up another verse in I think Ephesians and Corinthians, uh, where it was talking about like when uh, that before Christ descended and ransomed hell or what air quotes hell the the hades sheol before Mm. then people sleep but since then uh you're you go to the intermediary state of of air quote paradise and i was like i mean that it that sounds great i just don't know i'm good either way to be honest right then it then it podcast over yeah, well, no, because then it really like lately I've, <laughs> nope. I've been really thinking like I've, I've had the I've had the serious thought of what if there's nothing? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Sure. I don't like, I, I, don't, I, I don't like that thought. I, I don't like, like it either. But I, but I think it is something we have to consider if we're going to be like knowledgeable and serious about our choice you know what i mean it's like you have to at least consider that we're nothing wrong. as an annihilation no uh, a, uh a mistake con- considering everything i believe is is completely wrong type of thing like what if gotcha. there's nothing what if yeah yeah okay um, I, I went through this a while ago feeling those things so yeah yeah but uh, uh it's a very simplistic counter but it kind of works for me was uh heard somebody say we the only frame of reference we have is existence we we so why would we think that there is something other than this as in we don't know what non-existence feels like but but we all assume that that's what's going to happen why wouldn't it be more logical that we would mm. just exist in a different state? It's it's like why why would we default to something that we have no knowledge of? All we know is existing. Because we live in fear. 
I guess so. But it's like, I guess that, I mean, it, it wouldn't be a bad thing technically. But I think the idea of not existing is scarifying. I think to most people, the idea of not existing is scary. The idea of eternity is scary too. It, it has to be something in hell. No, I mean, just, I mean, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, thank God that's not, that's not a thing. Even it, eternity has to be something so radically different than mm-hmm. what I, we know to be true. Otherwise it would be almost a hell. Cause even if, even if, say we we can explore the galaxy for infinity eventually you will do every single thing in infinite number of times right so it's just like eventually it would be hell because you're doing everything what if you love it that's true so (laughs) i i did so the first time the first time i did mdma i did really good ecstasy i had the thought i was like it just clicked i was like if i felt like this constantly because each each, oh my god i'd be good because each moment was better than the last and it just kept building and i was like this is and that's why i tried to feel that way for all of my life dude. I, right really that was probably the 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 feeling i was chasing the most was that first time i did ecstasy good lord it 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 held up to its namesake for sure and then so, the damn you know september 11th happened and the tsa happened and they shut down all the good ecstasy for being imported thanks bush bastards yeah <laughs> i could have been in heaven years ago <laughs> <laughs> so if i'm not mistaken you tried a couple of times i uh, do yes that's true that's true i did try. Ha- have you ever like considered the idea that eternity i don't know how to i don't know how to um like uh com- reckon the two ideas of eternity and the idea that we are inside of time and god is outside of time So like, if, like, I assume that when we die and we are in heaven or wherever we are, we are then outside of time. Right. Like, I think, I think that's because I feel like time is a construction for life and death. Right. Yes, it is. So if we're outside of that, at that point, if time doesn't exist, then how do you even measure eternity or does eternity just mean you're perpetually in that space? Well, is it, you can't measure it. Right. Well, time itself, I guess we're talking about entropy because time itself is a construct, right? Yeah, because en- entropy would wouldn't be, the it be law. first be measured by the sun, like revolving on the sun and the earth rotating. Like time was a day and like there was day and there was night. Right, 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 right. But if but that the- ceases to exist, the idea of eternity changes, right? Yeah, and, and I think it just is. Right. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I guess. I, it's like it, it, it almost feels like if 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 there was just a certain part of my my brain that could be plucked out, it would you know what I like it could because like when, when I it's it's the whole thing of 
have you ever followed like really tried to think about like how did God create himself? Like, how could God, who made God? Like, have you ever, have you ever like tried? It's like, I'll try to think about that. And eventually it's like, literally my mind just like goes it, black because it's like, I, 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 but is I do human? that with the size of the universe. Like the mm-hmm. Hubble telescope took that picture of like 10,000 galaxies. That was the size. Like if you hold a coin out at arm's length, that's how much the galaxy it was picturing. But there was like, 10,000 galaxies in that small little penny sized portion of which is just insanity. That's what and they now, say. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and now they got the the new telescope, the James Webb telescope that's going to retake that picture and we'll just see the difference between the two. It's it is mind blowing, dude. Like we are a tiny speck of dust. And that's why I got like so I got a new tattoo on my arm. It's a blown out match. Because mm-hmm. in James 4.14 in the New English Translation, it's like, we're all but wisps of smoke here for a moment and then vanish. Yeah. And that's how I feel is about my existence in the universe. Like, we're so tiny. Yeah. It's like, uh, it's yeah, like, yeah, that- we think we're so important. <laughs> yeah. I mean, biblically, we are. I know. Well, that's so. like- but people hate that idea. You know, I just had a really cool idea. <laughs> sorry i'll but be the like, judge of how cool this idea is <laughs> uh, you'll you'll like it Jen. so Fucking nerd if 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 the biblical stories are true right and mm-hmm. there's god and then there's angels and there's humans and we're like really like we're kind of the chosen right like mm-hmm. of, of like god's eye well i mean why wouldn't he give us all of that it is a it is a pretty good argument for if that is true then all like we are kind of over all of creation. And that is like all of that, mm-hmm. which is the an backyard, insane, which is an insane idea. But if you're a child of the King. Yeah. Well, and someone, <laughs> uh, another way I heard it put was the, the grandeur of the galaxy and the earth is equivalent to like an ancient near East, uh, two week long wedding feast this massive extravagant thing for two people and it's right. it's, it's kind of just like it, this it's it's like yes this this is yours and and you know the way the galaxy is set up so that life can exist on earth it kind of is like this was so that you could be but when it really you think about it if you get something so wonderful you unless you're narcissistic you want to share it with people yes. like you have something so awesome you're like dude come check this out yes so if yeah. we're called like co-heirs with christ you're like oh my goodness all this was like for us yeah and it, and it changes like, around that idea of a speck right because it does. Like, at one point we're a speck that's so like insignificant and basically you you know there's no use for it almost it's so tiny you turn it around the other way and now it's like we're we're at the top of that idea yeah and, and everything is because of and or for us. it also goes into like going back to the whole death thing like our physical bodies it says are like seeds and we won't know our i guess quote unquote true selves until we are mm-hmm. raised and judged that so that's that's such an interesting thing to me well and all right so that's a perfect segue to the the 
Woodland Hills sermon this morning from Greg Boyd, because I also had this talk the other night about I was trying to explain, I guess, what I think hell in the judgment and the 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 day of reckoning sort of thing is 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 going to look like and what it means and i was kind of explaining um and i think this was a philip yancey idea where he was like how how awful would a heaven full of ethnicities be for a racist how awful would a kingdom of the poor be for elon musk like that would be a hell to them and Boyd this morning was talking about how like like we, God creating us is an extension of love and he like wanted someone to share in this love and that's what we are and through this life you are chipping away uh the things like you're 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 getting rid of the stuck on mud and the things um that if you don't those are the things that are going to be burned away like it says that like we're going to be confronted with like Mm -hmm. christ on the throne and and his love which is like a burning fire and i think that's where he said like and those um, things can't survive in that right yeah and it's it's not like a punishment thing it's literally like the you'll purification purification the more you can purify yourself on earth the less dramatic that's going to be. Yes, 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 yes. Which like that, mm-hmm. that makes a lot of sense to me. And it, it will, it's like, cause I, it, cause the, then I really had the thought, it's like, gosh, like how much do I even really know myself? Like the idea of every, every uh, extraneous part of me being burned away to my core and facing God mm. in that moment. It's like, I don't even know like truly naked truly naked dude right just me and my magnum dong just that's, that's all that's left that's all that's left <laughs> that's it that's who jen really is <laughs> <laughs> oh my god my sense of humor better remain intact but but that is and and i it's like uh, what do you think about, but it, 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 it does, I guess I can't get away from the, the things in scripture that does seem to think that like either some aren't going to choose God, which I, that, I don't understand that. How could you. Like when you're saying like when he's in front of you, you're confronted by it. Yeah, well, I mean, what I'm saying is like, uh, and I guess I'm dancing around it, but it still does seem to say that like some people will be yeah. saved so and separate, some people yeah. won't. Yeah, the there will be like a separation. And I'm, I guess I'm very interested in the mechanism of that. But then yeah. okay, I mean, so this also ties into like predestination. And if it's truly your choice. I think it's so hard it's to like so tell hard. that you can always make an argument that it is or is not choice. I mean, because yeah. as soon as I make a choice, like you can always say it was predestined to be that. Like, I, I don't understand how you can work that out. And you can't, you know, you're where you were born and where, who you were born into basically mm-hmm. influences your every choice. So it's, uh, 
I got a lot of questions, man. Well, it would be like, like, I, I, yeah. Well, I mean, think of like just anybody like a, a Buddhist, you know, like somebody who's born into that culture. Like you could pretty much say that all those people are not predestined. If you were to have to choose, like, like you have to believe that like people just keep being born into those cultures with the predestination of hell. That really doesn't make sense to me. It doesn't make sense to me at all. But I think ultimately they still might be given the choice, like it's a day of judgment. Well, is it so? Is it the predestination always before you're born, or is it the predestination from the point of uh, accepting salvation? Because some people have that idea of predestination as well. Wait, what? That you're given the choice, but from the point you make the choice, now you are predestined one, you know, for, to heaven. Oh, that that's that's a that seems gymnastical. I've heard it argued. Hmm you know, as a, as a, as a argument for predestination, but just in a different saying, like, way. Once you hear about it, you're then, then you're accountable for the choice, right? Okay, yeah. Oh, so like, if the kid's okay. learning but, not to cross the street, you can't be mad at him if he doesn't know, but once but then you tell it, him, but then it's like, it seems like it'd be better to not tell anybody <laughs> to just keep it to yourself. Like what, <laughs> what you don't know can't be held against you or unless it's saying then you wouldn't even have the upper, then you would just be annihilated. You wouldn't even have the opportunity. Do you think, what do you think? Like, do you, what do you think is happening with uh, like the spiritual climate in America right now? Like, is this, are we like being judged? Is this, because something's happening, right? Like there's some serious shifting. I think it's natural consequences. Okay, explain. So you so, just you just dismiss the spiritual altogether, Kenan? Is that what you're saying? No, I'm saying because of our lack of spiritual discipline throughout the last few decades, we're now reaping what we sowed. Mm, yeah. Well, and mm. I, I would say also the we're suffering at the hands of spiritual abusers and, and people claiming to speak on behalf of God and like really screwing some things up, like screwing up God's reputation big time. Yeah. I, I was thinking about this the other day. I still think it all comes down to the love of money. Like, all right, I'm listening. even within the church or outside of the church, you know, like the healthcare debate, you know, people who are rich want to stay rich or get richer or um, people with power want to keep that power. So if you're in a leadership position in a church, you're going to like, if you are not correctly tethered to Christ, you will seek to retain and put those down so you can maintain that position. Yeah. Because like the Bible clearly true. says, like constantly humble yourself. Like, don't think you're above sinning. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's supposed to be servant leadership, not God ordained me, so I'm gonna hold on and wield it like a massive iron stick. Yeah. It uh, it makes me. It just makes me sad. Like another another Facebook thread that uh this guy this guy commented uh what did he say hold on um it was about religion let me get the wording right 
He said, it's not a religion you hate. It's the people who poorly represented it. And I said, I hope you knew what you were doing when you posted that, because it is about (laughs) to go down. And 97 comments later, yes, it went down. And I got so sad because, God, people have gotten bent over by religion. Like, there are some angry people in those comments and hurt (laughs) people. And one it, thing, one thing that kept coming, and it's it's so much of it is like misunderstanding. And I did leave one comment, but a common thing was like, I'm not following any religion that thinks women are evil or the source of all evil. And I was like, that's just not even, that's not even what it says. That's not what it says, <laughs> dude. It's not what it says. But like, the, but that might have been what they were taught. That's what I'm saying. And and there was no, there was no reasoning with it. Like there was no reasoning with it. And it just made me sad. It, it's like the, but, but what, what, what was wrong with his comment though? I mean, I fully agree. I, no, yeah, I do too. But I just knew what was about yeah. to happen. Mm-hmm. I mean, just right. people, it's, it just it's, brings up those hurts. Jeez, bro. Like, yeah. well, again, like humble yourself, acknowledge the fact that, yeah, this probably happened in their life and we have to change it. Not just dismissing be like, well, God really isn't like that. You're dismissing their experience as not being valid, and that doesn't help anyone. No, for sure. Don't. I'm not on trial here, Kenan. I, I know. I, it's, I didn't I, say it. I, I was actually nervous for you. Is like, this the judgment day? You're going to get me riled up, and I rarely get riled, but this is one of those things. Like, No, you're I, right. You're right. Like, I haven't been spiritually abused, but I'm drawn to the social outcast the outsider like i'm not a defender of the faith in which um what you call like ravi zacharias that type of defending the faith i would rather use experience and show them not logically berate them and be like well the bible says this here da 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 i can't that's not good enough to stand on its own it has to be hand in hand with experience and that that oh, plays right. in like something called the Wesleyan quadrilateral, which I don't know if you all are familiar with where John I Wesley was like, hate uh, t- tell us all yeah. about it. Close. <laughs> um, Is that Y equals MX plus B close? That's the straight line equation for slope. But um, the Wesleyan quadrilateral is when you take four things hand in hand, experience, scripture, reason, and tradition. And that should constitute like how you interact with God. Like some people, it's just scripture. Like this is the word of God. If it says this, boom, done. And your experience and reason, like play no part in it. Mm -hmm. I think it's it's a healthier approach to have a multifaceted approach to spirituality, not just, not just experience because then it's hoity-toity and left up to emotions and not just reason. Could you, cause you could logically, think through anything right it's got to be like i I totally i totally agree with you it really does have to have all those i agree i agree and that that was also part of the sermon this morning it was all about love and it's like look and because he talked about you know if you have faith that can move mountains but have not love it's like you're worthless it doesn't matter you can have all the spiritual gifts in the world but if you don't love it's worthless and that is Mm. Yeah, God, yeah, you're dead right. And that's why I hate 
I hate looking back at a week or two weeks or a month and realizing moments I haven't been loving at all. And it, it really bums me out. And I want to be that person. And especially when I, when I look at really good examples of those people and I, but I, yeah, that's, it's hard for me, man. I've been, and I guess, I mean, this is excuses, but it, it's also, you know, I've come from rough places where you have to be rough and you gotta be, you gotta be hard. You gotta be tough. Right. And you gotta kind of, um, so it's, it's easy for me to slip back, to slip in and out, especially depending on who I'm hanging out with, like to slip in and mm -hmm. out of that mindset and, and even like working with clients. Cause now I'm kind of working with like a, a definite rougher bunch of clients and, I'll, you know, say things and immediately be like, oh, you're just, you are, you you're are playing to the crowd, playing to the crowd. And you're not, you're not being a good example of Christ and loving and all that. And it, it just bums me out. It's hard not to do that. I think it's hard not to do it when you're empathetic too. Like, yeah. I think there's a, there's a natural yeah. part of you that just kind of wants to make them feel comfortable. Yes. So for so sure. It, I mean, the best way to do that is to kind of mimic. Yeah, well, you know, yeah, that's when true. in Rome. When in Rome, I don't think that means what you think it means. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. So when you know, so two questions: When's the economy going to collapse, and when is Jesus coming back? Tell me uh, unequivocally. <laughs> Okay, one will happen within two months, and the other within <laughs> two thousand years. Your your choice, which is which? Pa possibly, maybe longer. Yeah. No, unequivocally. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, I can't argue with that. <laughs> I mean, there was no segue between you know, death, bodily resurrection, and living a good Christian life, and then the economy. But you know, we'll we'll go there. I yeah, economy for me, I give it to two months. And you think it's going down? Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I, I believe that, too, because people that aren't even that like uh, finger on the pulse of the economy have been like, oh, yeah, it's going down. So. Yeah. So when so when you say economy going down, do you mean like the U.S. dollar going down or do you mean ev like everything yeah, going do down, like the market's crash. economy? <laughs> so 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 the dollar and the, the I've tax. heard of two leading indicators. <laughs> One. You're going to start seeing more goth people around. And two, even <laughs> the strippers are noticing a lack of clientele. So there's no extra money. So I should have cashed out my crypto is what I'm saying. Because now it's it's not going back up until like 2024. Dude, it you could, have, that's the thing. Is you're thinking short term. Yeah. Now's the time to start pouring more in. Bye, okay. bye, bye. But I'm worried that yes. I'm worried Shib won't make it through. I don't think you should put all your coins well, in that I'm basket. Not. <laughs> I'm not, but I, but I've, I I mean I'm the ones I have already there. That's that's the one I'm talking about. Like uh, maybe because that one might not survive. But whatever, we'll see. Well, you only put in money you could afford to lose, right? Right. Air, air quotes. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, 
I wanted to bring up too, uh, because I watched an interview with Mel Gibson that he is making a sequel to the passion called the resurrection. Really? Yeah. And Stephen Colbert was kind of grilling him. I'm like, well, what, like there not much action goes on there. And Mel Gibson was like, not in this realm. So, so he is going to, he is going to be showing like Jesus's descent to hell. Okay. That's kind of okay. Possible. I'm already intrigued. Right. That sounds awesome, dude. That's better than like a three-day intermission where you have to go back to the theater later. What if, what if, yeah, whatever. That would it was, be awesome. It, it, it was 72 hours of a, of a black screen. <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> so, and then, and then that reminded me, I think, I've, I think I've said this before, but I'm sure people have forgotten. Did you ever hear, uh, you know, Nick Cave? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He wrote a script for... Uh, a sequel to gladiator that never came to pass i have heard this it, it, andrew hasn't so would you like to well, hear it yes but we're talking about nick cave the singer right yes yes okay yes okay. it's crazy bro okay so if y'all remember at the end of gladiator uh russell crowe's character maximus died right so this film would follow Maximus through afterlife and reincarnation, okay? So after coming back, Maximus would help Christians form an army to take on Lucius, the son of his former lover and now a Christian-killing madman. Okay? All right? I, I the, like it the script. The script was referred to as Christ Killer, Okay. And it it would also see, since Maximus is now like immortal, it would see him surviving through the Crusades, World War II, and then fight in Vietnam, and then end up in the Pentagon. I 100% want to see this movie. (laughs) Right, dude? (laughs) Oh, where where was it? The only part part I wasn't... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So so it it would be... uh, (laughs) like Maximus would wait in the afterlife as some Roman gods masterminded his return, searching for the perfect portal. Once a Christian martyr was killed, the gods would use that body as a vessel to bring Maximus back to the land of the living. Okay. Wait, I thought you were describing Chuck Norris's biography. Exactly, dude. (laughs) Uh, On how this resurrection would occur, uh, they would anoint Maximus Maximus's body with oils and leave him to rest in a cave for a few days. Uh, but Russell Crowe noted this bit of biblical plagiarism may have been seen as a little blasphemous. Oh, bro. That was like a legit script that I mean, they were trying to make, bro. I, I can't imagine it actually working on film. Gladiator 2, Christ Killer. And then it covers such a large timeline. You can't. Right. You can't right. And, so for him like to, three movies. and for him to end up in the Pentagon, I can only imagine, like, as a desk jockey, like, just like, you know, I once, I, once, I once fought in the Gladiator ring. And he'd be like, yeah, sure. Yeah. So. I need I need the market to collapse, Kenan. I need a house. Yeah. I mean, by all means. 
I've heard... This is what prayer is for. Just pray that it happens sooner than later. So are you actually looking for a house? When the market collapses? So you so no. No. Okay. Absolutely not. <laughs> all right. All right. But in two months, yes. Yes. So wait, okay. so so you when you say two months, like pontificate on what would happen, like like what would that mean for the congregation listening? Uh You're asking a non-expert, but the way I envision We're all aware that we don't know shit from shit. (laughs) Great opportunity. I I don't want the listeners to think that, you know, I am on a pedestal by any means, just because you have me on the almighty church and other drugs. We're here with CNBC correspondent Kenan Kofke. Yeah, with a uh, PhD in bull. Astrophysics Uh, and minor in economical downturn. Yes, absolutely. Thank you for the introduction. You're welcome. Uh, I envision the housing market definitely and the banking industry. Mm. So those are the first affected. And and you're saying crashing? Like downright crashing. There will be hedge funds closing. There will be mass chaos, maybe not on the streets, but on the spreadsheets of corporate America. Are we talking like people jumping out of, of office windows? Uh, almost to that point. I oh. think suicide will go up. Just short. Just short of that. Wow. Yeah. Okay. You're being very exact, Kenan. No, I like this. I like this. That's the way we're I gonna, envision it. We're going we're gonna to check back. I did this with uh, the episode where I wildly speculated about coronavirus, and I was right about a lot of stuff. So Yeah, yeah so I see suicides going up in like the, the banking, mortgage land on like all of that i see people just feeling besides themselves they're gonna lose it all okay. and then that'll have that'll have ripple effects throughout the rest of the economy too like small business loans they'll get tighter with that just like we saw in 08 because it used to be banks would give a mortgage to anyone you could buy so that's the irony is homes. that when when the when the market crashes i'm not going to be able to buy a house well, it's like you have a steady job. As long as you're able to keep your job, which I think you're pretty secure. In oh that. yeah, it, it, so yeah, it actually drug use is going up and overdose. Yes. Yeah, yes, you're pretty, you're pretty set. Yeah, mental <laughs> health is is uh, I was going to say proof. Any counseling, anything. Yeah, like, that. like yeah. So if if you want to start like learning to be a coroner, that's also pretty recession. Oh yikes. That's so dark, but it's that was, true. That was very, <laughs> very grim. Um, what happened yeah. to your What happened to your quadrilateral equation, buddy? It's out the window. Well, yeah, the quad. Well, that brings experience and reason. Oh, okay, all right, all right. Scripture oh, says you, you should trust in God, not in the economy. You know, some trust in chariots and some in horses. I th- I think he said mammon. Mammon, the love of mammon is the root of all. <laughs> the love of mammary is the root of all. <laughs> Babies love mammaries, dude. That's oh, true. Well. Not and your wait, not your mother, not your milk. Isn't that like a pita or a, a vegan rallying cry? Probably, it sounds like it. Yeah, I don't hang out with vegans. They don't know Christ. You do now, Andrew is. Oh, oh, my bad, Andrew. I wish I could. I, I wish I absolutely wish I could remember and quote verbatim the line from uh, 
Scott Pilgrim. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, oh yeah, I, I, I don't. I, I don't eat neither the whatever. Uh, yeah, I don't says. eat. I don't eat anything that has a face or casts a shadow or something <laughs> like that. Vegan police <laughs> on October second. So you good. ate, uh, drank some creamer. I thought it was non dairy. <laughs> God, that's so funny. Your vegan powers. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, it's like we're just better than you. Yeah. So, yeah, ripple effects over the next few years, but the you'll know within two months that it's happening. So where do you think? So I assume you just think gas is going to keep going up. Um, I don't know what it is where you guys are, but man, it's, uh, it's like it's, it's four four twenty five is what I paid yeah, yesterday. It's like four sixteen here. I think it's like five ten up here. Well, you're so, in liberal New York. I'm in upstate New York. We live in the country. We get banned right, in with those downstate those tons downstate of bitches. <laughs> downstate. Yeah, but your man. state as a whole is represented by New York City. Yeah. 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 That's yeah. why we all hate, you know, everything. That's why we hate that. We hate Cuomo. It's because it doesn't matter what most of the state wants. New York City decides it. Correct. That's where the money is. Yep. The For root now. Of until the for crash. now, until the crash, yeah. Until the crash, it, it's interesting that well, and I, I guess I, I do know it's true now that like mainstream media has started to be like, if there is a crash, here nah, are things nah, you can bro. do to protect yourself. As soon as they start start, I assume whenever the media starts moving in a direction, it's probably going the other way. Mm-hmm. That's my general feel. Are we going to get in how the media is controlled by corporate conglomerates? Yeah, it for sure are. is. And then the Illuminati. Well, yep. what was it? Was it Clinton? One of the presidents in like the 90s, maybe it was Reagan or Clinton, probably Clinton, knowing him. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. That like, to the FCC and how like news became more biased then because then companies would buy out whole media conglomerates yeah right we we really are yeah you are right when you said we are basically just getting what we deserve not what we deserve but we we are it's like oh no not the consequences of my actions (laughs) surely not yeah Yeah. turn a blind eye life is normal this is great oh no (laughs) I didn't think the leopard would eat my face, says person who voted for leopards eat my face party. The dingo ate my baby. Hey, you know what? You know, you know what's a true story? Woman lost a baby. <laughs> but cross eyes. So one crazy thing that I saw today. I was watching, have you seen the Three Mile Island video on uh, I think it's on Hulu. There's a series about the nuclear disaster or whatever in 1979. Uh, I, I, I saw. Don't leave. They were not, not done yet. I, I was watering my daggum ferrets, bro. It's just as it's just his podcast. He doesn't need to be here. No, no I got. No, I can got hear, it. I can fine. still hear you. Yeah, I, I saw that it was a show. I have not watched it. So the it reason, I, uh, yeah, it's pretty good actually. It's, You're just biased because it happened in New York. It didn't happen in New York. It's in Pennsylvania. Oh, whoops. <laughs> <laughs> but close, too close for comfort. But. One thing that like I noticed on there, because it's like 1979 and they're talking about the government, because a big part of that um, series is, is that the, the uh, higher up people were lying to the public, right? 
So like the, the governor and the mayor and even the president was Carter, I think, at the time, they weren't telling the truth to the public. And so it was like they're interviewing people who were there. And a lot of these old women were saying like, um, like it's the first time they used to like get mad at protesters because it was like, how dare you question our government? And then she said there was this switch where now it was like, oh, the government that I thought was protecting us is actually lying to us. And it was like this shift, you know, paradigm shift. Yeah. Yeah. But it's interesting, like prior to pretty much probably 1980 or somewhere in there, like there was a great amount of trust and faith in like the government, it seems. Mm. Really, I think it started in, with Vietnam. Like it started, started, started. You're with probably Vietnam. Right. It probably was. It was Vietnam there. or previous. Well, it probably started pre-Vietnam and then got injured post. Like with uh, all the reporting. Nobody can see, but I'm, but I'm I'm skeptically squinting yeah. my eyes. Why would it start pre-Vietnam? Well, just the way vietnam turned out oh like we, were, like we were a great top of the world number one yay go us right and then vietnam happened and we're like well wait a minute that sucked we don't win at guerrilla warfare what yeah boy boy colossal colossal l what a nightmare uh well what do you think we always end on a, on a doomsday uh well, no well, i gotta get naturally do you have a happy uh, oh happy that story? yeah well i was gonna say uh the new adam conover show from adam ruins everything uh it's called the g word on netflix it's basically adam ruins everything but it's about the government specifically it's produced by barack obama <laughs> so what? yeah so i'm watching it i'm like well this is obviously propaganda but it's kind of not i don't know i liked it i'd watch it Give it a watch. The G word. It's called the G word, which nice. is a really, really dumb title. Like it, yeah. it tells you, tells you nothing. Okay. Rename I was it gonna right say, now. What I, is it? Uh, Adam ruins the government no. is what I would call it. <laughs> Adam ruins government. Yeah. So the G word is supposed to be government. Is that what they're implying? Uh, can no, it, does, does, does government start with, what does government start with? Good. Wait, the Ghost of Kiev? Is that what you guys are talking about? <laughs> oh, See, that needs to be a movie. That would be Maximus now. That yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it yeah. could be good. Probably most of it wouldn't be true, but like we're the gonna movie, get the movie would be awesome. We're gonna get a Johnny Depp Amber Heard biopic, and we're gonna get a Ukraine War movie, and we're gonna get in uh, Elon Musk Tesla either a series or a biopic um what other things will we probably get a movie about i'm ready for i'm ready for the 10 year 10 years later covid uh retroactive documentary done by south park yes dude (laughs) have you watched that the covid special yes yes so good south parks had some (laughs) really good episodes lately the funniest ep- it was like genius was it was in the new season where uh Kyle finds out he's you know the character token yeah so he I was laughing out, about that last night he finds out his his name is Tolkien <laughs> as in J.R.R. Tolkien and 
everybody knows it and has known it. And Kyle, they make it so that Kyle is the only one that's been calling him token. And it turns out that his family is big Lord of the Rings fans. And, every, and even Cartman's like, yeah, his name's token. What did you think it was? And it's such that is such a good joke i can't get over it. and now ever since that episode they put hard emphasis on tolkien it's so funny dude you i'm got really it. hoping they played the long game on this and had this plan since there's no way there's no maybe there is a way they're really smart what's what season are they in 25 23 or 25 I actually, I've missed so much over the years that I think I literally, I literally want to start from like episode one and go through them. True. How many episodes do you think that'd be per, like per season? A lot, a lot. I mean, that was back when seasons had like 20 episodes. Hold on. Let's see. Well, if it's only 20, I can do that. I feel confident. <laughs> what else are you going to do when the economy crashes? Oh, wait. I won't be able to pay for my electricity. How am I going to watch that? You're assuming the plant will still be running. Uh, there's 308 episodes. 308. It's a lot. It's a lot. Were they 20 minute episodes? Yeah, roughly. All right. 23, 23 so minutes. About three per hour. Whew. I mean, you could do it for sure. You could, you could put your mind to it. You can do anything. That's true. I'm not sure I actually can, but. The idea is there. I did the same thing with The Simpsons. I tried to start from the beginning. I, and I, was, I, have, I was like, nope. <laughs> oh, I've been, I've been like last week, I've been re-watching um, seasons seven through nine, which is like the Conan, when Conan O'Brien was a writer. Um, those, that's the golden age for me. Hmm. That it's still to this day, so funny. That, that I got, was, I, got, I can't I believe that show is still on. Yeah, it's nuts. It's, it's not good. Like I tried to watch a new episode and I was just like, this is not The Simpsons. Are they all? I assume they're all different writers or all oh, the different. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. Hmm. Not not the same. Not my Simpsons. Hashtag. <laughs> all right. Send, send me an email. Church and other drugs at gmail.com. Uh, storefrontier.com slash church and other drugs. Patreon.com slash church and other drugs. I'm going to So What Festival next week, so I'm going to try to do a live show. So what? So what? Yeah, me, uh, Dirty Mike, and a few of my other friends are going. So it should be a good time. <laughs>